You are now listening to When We Heard as Christians taught by Pastor Randall Crawford Sr. Please visit our website to listen to more messages like this one and subscribe to our newsletter at BethelHouseOfTruth.org. Again, that is BethelHouseOfTruth.org. Enjoy the message and God bless you. When we hurt as Christians, when we hurt as Christians, okay? And there's a lot of hurt, you know, as Christians that we try to hide and we try to keep a strong face and we try to, I know I, I try to stay strong no matter what, you know, even though there's hurt, you know. But when we hurt as Christians, we ought to go to our Father, our refuge. You know, He makes everything better the way it needs to be better so that we can help others with the same love and comfort that He's given us when He gives others. It's, um, hurt don't feel good. It just, it just don't feel good. Hurt don't feel good. But we deal with it and we get through it. You know, and, that, and as we hurt, we shouldn't take our hurt out on other people, you know, we should um, try to deal with it best as we can, amen? amen, best as we can, without hurting anyone else in the process, because as Christians, we're healers, that's what we're supposed to do, is to heal, comfort, and love, to correct when needed, but when you're hurting, it's hard to, it's hard to correct, and when you're hurting, it's hard to help someone else when you're hurting, you know, but God gives us the strength that we need. In the name of Jesus Christ, and we move forward no matter the hurt. So, Christians do hurt, just to make that clear. They do hurt. Let's get right into this. Psalms 27, Psalm of David. Psalms 27, Psalm of David, verse 1. And it reads The Lord Yahweh is my light. And my salvation, whom shall I fear? No one. You have no reason to fear anyone or anything at all. If you know who your God is. Amen. If you know who sits on the right hand of God, who is making intercession for you on a daily basis. Whom shall I fear? The Lord Yahweh is the strength of my life. And whom shall I be afraid? No one. No one at all. You don't have to fear the devil. You don't have to fear um, his workers. You don't have to fear man or woman. You don't have to fear animal. You don't have to fear anything or anyone or any system. If God's for you, no one can be against you. Amen. They can try, but they they won't have the victory. We have the victory in Jesus' name. When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, yes, they do to eat up your flesh. They stumble and fail. Why? Because God's working in your favor. God's working in your favor. You gotta understand that. He's working in your favor. Amen? Anyone who comes against you, if you're a real servant of God, if you're really God's child, okay? You got some people who ain't God's child who claim to be that. But if you're really God's child and the enemy comes against you, and the enemy don't have to come against you right in front of you, the enemy can come against you behind your back. The enemy can come against you sideways. The enemy can come against you behind closed doors. The enemy can come against you with his mouth or her mouth. Amen? Because a friend speaks as a friend. Amen? And the enemy speaks as an enemy. Right? Know the difference. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. Yes, very confident. Very, very confident. We have your heart. 
We have Jesus Christ. There's no reason to do it. One thing have I desired of the Lord Yahweh that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord Yahweh all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord Yahweh, and to inquire in his temple. What must I do, Lord, to inquire in his temple? You're not inquiring just to inquire. You're inquiring to help, to do. Amen? That's what your desire should be. Seeking after God. To dwell in the presence of God and Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit and the angels, the holy angels. The choir in his temple. <clears throat> For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. And the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. That rock we know is Jesus Christ. But he can't set you on that rock if you ain't real. He can't set you upon that rock if you're a hypocrite. You won't be set upon that rock. There's things God loves and there's things God hates. There's things God will allow and things he will not allow. Okay? He will not allow a liar. He will not allow a hypocrite. He will not allow someone with envy and jealousy and hate in their heart. But he will not allow those things. And there's more. We're even getting to that. This word pavilion is secret place of Yahweh. A secret place you share with him, where no stranger or believer has access to God or you when you're in that secret place. Just a place for healing and grace and love and favor. A place for recharging oneness with Yahweh and Christ and the Holy Spirit. Even a place of quickening of one spirit with Yahweh, the rock. In the Holy Spirit. That's a quickening. That's a quickening. I want you to see that and understand that because it's extremely important that you know that there is a place you can get to, that you can go to when, when you're hurting. There's a place that you can go to in God, in Christ, when life isn't going your way. There's a place you can go to instead of going to the world or going left. Go directly to your Father in the name of Jesus Christ. Go directly to Him if you have that place. If you have that place. Because I know I need a recharging every once in a while. And I know I need a quickening every once in a while. Okay? And I know that I have a lot on my plate. Me and First Lady, we have a lot on our plate. Because we, we deal with people besides the people who are here. And that's not even including the online ministry. We deal with people who are not even here. And life can be a lot. Life can cause you to hurt. To hurt. Tremendously hurt. Especially when you know you are God's elect. When you know that God is with you. You have, enough, you have an enemy in his name is Satan. He will attack you every way he can. Especially if you slip and let your guard down. He will attack you. If you're on that rock, he can't touch you. If you're in that place, he can't touch you. Neither can none of his unbelieving strangers or unbelieving workers. They don't have access to you in that place at all. I like to stay in that place most of the time. And now shall my head be lifted up above mine enemies, round about me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy, my love to God. 
and I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord Yahweh. This word sing here, it says, I will sing praise, I will shout for joy, I will jump, I will dance, I will clap my hands, I will um, play an instrument. I will play the strings of my heart to Yahweh. I will praise him in the joy. Verse 7. Hear, O Yahweh, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. Have mercy upon me, meaning forgive me for my wrongs, for I'm not perfect. Have mercy upon me, forgive me. Hear my voice. If God doesn't, if you don't repent, God don't hear you. That's just the truth. That's why people, I know that people who think they got it all together and who think they know how to run this thing, I know that they don't repent properly because God don't hear them. Verse 8. When thou saidest, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord Yahweh, will I seek. Beautiful verse. So beautiful. Such a beautiful verse. I want you to see here that David speaking to Yahweh in spirit with his heart. Not just words from his mouth. Most people speak with words from their mouth. Yahweh wants us to speak to him in spirit and seek him in spirit and love him in spirit. Not just with words when we hurt or any time. But to all things in spirit. For God is a spirit. And I know it's hard for people. I know it is. But you gotta learn to do it. That's how you're heard. That's how you're heard from God. In spirit. Hide not thy face far from me. Put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Lead me not. Neither forsake me, O God. Of my salvation. God is great. David saying, Lord Yahweh, I'm coming to you in spirit with a repented heart. No games. Don't leave me helpless. Help me. For I hurt. My spirit hurts. I'm sad. I'm sad. You imagine your spirit hurt? Your spirit just hurt, overwhelmingly hurting, sad of what's going on around you or because of your situation or because of someone else or because of something that happened to you or something that's going to happen to you hurt Christians hurt when my father and my mother forsook me forsake me then the Lord Yahweh will take me up listen now God is your help even from your parents listen to me for a second okay listen to the spirit listen to God God is your help even from your parents, okay? Hear what I'm saying to you, okay? Your parents ain't perfect. No one's parents is perfect. We're not perfect. I'm not perfect. No one who has kids in this room is perfect. And no one who has aspirations of having little children are perfect. But you got parents back then, today, who only have their best interests in mind. Amen? Only have their best interests in mind. Not their children's best interests in mind. Only have their best interests in mind. You have parents who misuse their kids and abuse 
their kids in such a way, in such a way, where it's horrible. Where if they suffered something, they want you to suffer the same way. That's horrible. That's bad. Who just put you out there to prostitute, male or female? That's bad. That's bad. You have parents that don't raise their kids in God. You have parents, and that's bad in God's eyes. You have parents who don't teach them anything and show them love at all. So when they get to a real relationship, they don't know how to love. They don't know how to love because they weren't loved properly. They were discarded as a jacket or a hat or shoes or an old toy. It's, it's bad. Parents. Thank God we got a real parent named Yahweh. Thank God. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord Yahweh will take me up. He's always there. He's watching. You need that protection from your parents. But sometimes they're that bad. They will lead you right to Antichrist even. Listen now. They will lead you right to Antichrist even. Because they think that they're serving the true Christ when it's Antichrist. And if a parent loves you in any way, whether it's through the wrong religion or through the wrong Christ, they're going to lead you up to what they think is Jesus Christ. Bad parents. That's bad parenting. One on one. That's horrible. Had a horrible life. Put your kids in a falsehood church. Nothing became of a falsehood church. Then, the kids break off from the falsehood church. And you're still in the falsehood church trying your heart out. But just gave up spiritually. Just a wet noodle. And you lead them right to the antichrist. It's bad parenting all around. Most, I'll say this to you. Most parents are selfish. That's the truth. Most parents are extremely selfish. Extremely selfish. And they look at the child. If they had a bad relationship with the dad or the mother, they look at the child and discuss sometimes. And that's bad parenting 101. Amen? That child has nothing to do with what you did. So God will protect you from your parents spiritually and physically. And the abuse that they render throughout your childhood, adolescent years, young adulthood, and late adulthood. Amen? Mm -hmm. Teach me thy way, O Lord Yahweh, and lead me in a plain path. Because of my enemies, there are a lot. There's so many. No one truly loves me or understands me for who I am in you. They don't get it. They would say, my own kid. David had his own kids as enemies. His own children as enemies. His own children as enemies. David, 12. Deliver me not over unto the will of my enemies, for false witnesses are risen up against me, and such as breathe out cruelty. They want me gone, period. They want me dead. I had fainted unless 
I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord Yahweh in the land of the living. I put my hope and my trust in you, Lord Yahweh, no matter what's going on in my life. No matter if I'm running from my own children. No matter if I'm running from someone I supposedly trust or I thought was my friend. David, he had a rough life. He had a rough life. But God brought him through everything, amen? Wait on the Lord Yahweh, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. That's David's advice to you, to us. Wait on the Lord. Don't rush into anything. Yahweh will deliver you out of your hurt. Period. Just as he did David, he'll deliver you. Just as he does me, he'll deliver you. Amen. Isaiah 41. Isaiah 41 verse 8. And it reads, But thou, Israel, art my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the seed of Abraham, my friend, those that truly know me and my power, God's saying. Now, we know that Israel went astray. We know that you got some of God's elect in Israel, not just the promising, but you got the very elect in there as well. And you're not anything unless you're a real Christian, amen? Unless it's the truth. You're not anything unless you're a Christian, unless you believe in the true Christ. So I address this too. He's speaking to Israel. He's speaking to the seed of Abraham, which is what you are if you believe upon Jesus Christ. You become a child of Abraham, glory to God. A Christian. Verse 9. Thou whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called thee from the chief, the chief men thereof, and said unto thee, Thou art my servant, I have chosen thee, and not cast thee away. I will not cast you away. I don't care what's going on in your life. I'm going to make it right. I'm going to remove the hurt. I'm going to remove the hurt. I don't care how dark it looks. I'm going to remove the hurt. Just trust me. God is with us. He is with his Christians. He is with those that love him and know him and serve him. Not just sayers, but doers. Fear thou not, for I am Ea Asha'ia with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am Ea Asha'ia thy God. I will strengthen thee. I will help thee. Azah. And I will surround you. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my salvation. That's Christ Jesus. That's the truth. That's who Jesus is. He's the truth. And the truth of the matter is, if God says he loves you, he loves you. And if he says, I will protect you, I will heal your hurt, he means that. He means that. He absolutely means that. Saying, I chose you, and I know you. All the way back to 89. I chose you, and I know you. And I will not cast you away from me. You have my truth, my heart, my first love. You know the true Christ. You know me, both sides of me. You are my Christians that truly serve me. 
in love and in truth and in spirit. I will not cast you away from me ever. I am here for you. I'm going to read verse 10 again. Fear thou not, for I am Eashaia with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am Eashaia thy God. I will strengthen thee. I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my salvation. That's Jesus Christ, the truth. This word dismayed here. It means, he's saying, don't be stressed out. That's what this word means, stressed out. Don't be stressed out. Don't lose your hair on account of the world. Amen? Don't lose your hair on the account of someone else. Um, don't mess your nerves up because of someone else. Don't mess your life up because of hurt. Amen? Don't be stressed because of hurt. For I am with you. I will strengthen you so you could stand firm and not waver. Saying, don't fear. Don't doubt. Don't worry. And do not be stressed. Do not be dismayed at all. If you love me enough, and if you speak to me, don't speak to me in doubt. Speak to me in faith. I can't stand negative people. Negative people, I, I'm not a negative person at all. And neither is God. God hates negativity. Period. So if someone speaks negative, that's not coming from God. That's not coming from God. You claim to be a Christian, you speaking negative, it's not coming from God. I got scripture to prove to you. It's, it is not coming from God at all. Any type of negativity. God is, he's the ultimate optimist. The ultimate optimist. He's extremely confident that when you put your trust and your love in him and you go to that secret place, that tabernacle, that no stranger, no unbeliever has access to. It's just a place for healing, a place for grace, love, favor, a place of recharging, a place of oneness with Yahweh Christ and the Holy Spirit, even a place of quickening of the Spirit with Christ while you stand on a rock and the Holy Spirit tends to you. That's the pavilion. Nobody can get in there. So where's the negativity coming from? If you're negative, that's not like that. Negativity is a, it's not of that. Let it go. They love it. Behold, all they that were in, in sending against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing, and they that strive with thee shall perish. It's not good to strive with the servant of God. And that's just the truth, because God has his eye on his servants. He has his eye on his friends. He has his eyes on his anointed. He's always watching them. And when they're hurting, and if someone is causing them hurt, if someone's causing you hurt, that someone that's causing you hurt is going to have a problem. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what Yahweh is saying here. Let's just sum it up. Okay? Yahweh is saying, I'm going to move things and people to make sure you're not unhappy. To make sure that you are happy. And not hurt or sad. That's what God's saying here. I'm going to move things and people. Verse 12. Thou shalt seek them and shalt not find them. That's the moving of the people. <clears throat> Even them that contended with thee, they that war against thee shall be as nothing. And as a thing of naught. Do you understand? This God don't make He don't make empty 
promises. If he's saying that those people who come against you to cause you hurt, to make you feel bad, to make you sad, to make you to make your life miserable, I'm going to remove them. And you will not be able to find them if you look for them. And you know what that means? That means it could be a stranger, it could be a neighbor, but more than likely it's family. More than likely it's family. Because only you will look for your family, right or wrong. You ain't looking for a stranger. You ain't looking for your neighbor. You're looking for family. You're looking for people who sit right next to you in the church. Oh, where'd they go? They gone. Oh. It is what it is. It is God's priority. He made it his priority to make sure that you, you don't hurt. That you don't hurt. Especially if you're working for him. For I, the Lord Yahweh, thy God, will hold thy hand, right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not. Don't you fear. For I will help thee, as I will surround you. Have no doubt. Have no worry. Only faith. Fear not, thou one, Jacob. Don't be weak. Stand strong. And ye men of Israel, I will help thee, Azah, I will surround you, saith the Lord Yahweh, and thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Meaning, I have the ability to redeem you because I died for you. I have the ability to redeem you, to bring you back to me, to protect you, to guide you, to safeguard you, to preserve you, because I created you. Your soul ain't your soul, it's God's soul. Amen. He owns it. Behold, I will make thee a new sharp threshing instrument having teeth. Thou shalt thrust the mountains, the nations, and beat them small, and shall make the hills as chaff. He says, I will make thee. That means you. It's going to work through you. So no more whining, no more weakness, no more just giving in, no more just being silent. I'm going to work through you. I'm going to make you something that can battle. I'm going to make you into a weapon, an instrument, having teeth. That means you're going to speak words. And when you speak words, the words that you speak, if they're honorable, God's going to honor them. Amen? With his power, in Jesus' name. 16. Thou shalt fan them in the wind, the rock, the Holy Spirit, shall carry them away, and the whirlwind shall scatter them, and thou shalt rejoice in the Lord Yahweh and shall glory in the Holy One of Israel. Why? Because you're not hurting anymore. There's no pain anymore. There's no stress. You don't have to be dismayed. You don't have to worry, doubt, fear. It's the one thing I don't, I don't like to see people hurting and, and fear and pain. It's, it's not good. It's just not good. 17 and 18 go together now. We when the poor and the needy seek water, and there is none, and their tongue faileth for thirst, I, the Lord Yahweh, will hear them. I, the, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. you understand that? It don't matter if you're rich or if you're poor. It don't matter if you have or you're needy. God's saying, I'm going to make sure you have what you need if you love me. If you belong to me, I'm going to make sure that you do not hurt I'm not going to allow, basically what he said, I'm not going to allow poverty, lifestyle, to end you. Amen? I'm not going to allow. You know how much poverty and lifestyle ends people? 
You understand how much lifestyle will end your life if you don't have a good lifestyle. It will kill you. Okay? You can't afford medical, you can't do this, you can't do that, the right stuff, you only what you can afford. You understand what I'm saying, right? I will open rivers in high places and fountains in the midst of the valleys. I will make the wilderness a pool of water and the dry land springs of water. He, listen to what he's saying. Yahweh's saying, I'm going to do what man thinks is impossible for you. You understand that? I will cause favor, the favor of heaven to fall on you. And bless you with my blessings. Not man's. Not what you think is a blessing, but with my blessing. So basically he's saying in that, just be patient. Be patient. So there is no doubt that I am, Eashaia, with you. To heal all your hurt. And to carry you through. Now it turns into trust. It turns into trust. Go to John 16. John 16. Yep, John 16, Really, truly, truly, I say unto you, that ye shall weep and lament, but the but the world shall rejoice, and ye shall be sorrowful, but your sorrow shall be turned into joy. When will that happen? That will happen. It's happening right now, actually. But it also will happen at the sixth trump. Everyone's going to be happy. Everyone's going to be rejoicing because they think they're worshiping. The true Christ, when it's the Antichrist. And they're gonna mock you and mock make fun of the God that you serve. But Christ just said, your sadness will turn to joy because their happiness is gonna turn to sadness because they worship the wrong Christ. And it's gonna happen very quick. Two and a half months ain't a long time, is it? Woman, when she is in travail, giving birth, have sorrow. Yeah, giving birth is tough. Because her hour has come. But as soon as she is delivered of the child, she remembereth no more the anguish for joy that a man is born into the world. That's how quick it's going to be for the turnaround. Antichrist is here, the world system. Antichrist is here. He heals that deadly wound. He's here. He's making the whole world worship him. They think that he is Jesus Christ. Two and a half months later, he'll be Jesus Christ. It's just that simple. The reason I came here is because I don't want people like to, they like to sit in their sorrow. Okay? They like to sit and sulk and hurt. But I guess they're comfortable there. I don't know. I really don't know. They like to just be like, oh, you're so bad, Dad. I'm having trouble. 
they don't even realize it. They just go through life like like everything's okay. They don't even realize it. Twenty-two, and ye know, and ye now therefore have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart shall rejoice, and your joy no man taketh from from you at all. That's a beautiful verse. Your joy taken, no man taketh from you. I want you to see that. So why do we let people take our joy? Why do we allow? Let me let me explain something to you. If you allow a human, a human being, to take your joy right now as you walk this earth, or a system, or anything, to take your joy, this is going to be a cakewalk for Satan to walk all through your brain. It, it really is. And I'm telling you that right now. It's going to be easy because you're, you tolerate things. People tolerate things. They tolerate things. They get comfortable and they tolerate things. Well, you don't let a man take your joy. You don't let a woman take your joy. You don't let anyone take your joy. No one. You don't tolerate things. Because when you tolerate things, you get comfortable. When you get comfortable, you make mistakes. Amen? You make mistakes. You make mistakes. If you've been making the same mistake for 30 years, something wrong. Amen? If you've been making the same mistake for 10 years, something wrong. Change things. Amen? Change things. And don't allow Satan to take your joy. Don't allow it. Don't allow man to take your joy. If you're having a good day and then you get a phone call from someone and messed your whole day up? Really? Really? Get over yourself. Get over it quickly. Get over it quickly. Move on. Let the hurt go. Go to that place. Go. Have that place on reserve. Go to that place. Because you're going to need it in life. Because human beings are horrible. They are horrible. 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 They are horrible. Human beings are horrible. Kids are worse, okay? Kids are worse. They'll be the sweetest little thing when they get in that school bus. Bye, Mom. Bye, Dad. Run your pockets, okay? <laughs> on the school bus. Let me run my pockets. You just said, hi, Mom. Bye, Mom. Bye, Dad. And the sweetest little voice. Now, this is the bus driver you're talking to. Why are you, tell <laughs> Why are you telling me to run my pockets? That's horrible. George Chain, get all deep. Don't do that to me. I'm just driving the bus. Kids don't care about how they make people feel, other kids feel. Especially if a kid has something on them, they don't care how they make them feel at all. And that's normal to them. That's normal to them. It's been normal. And if you see, like, a kid who was raised right, raised to be nice and gentle and sweet, right, and care about others, you'll begin to call that person certain names or certain, like, what? What are you doing? What do you mean stop bullying them? They got something we need. Let's get it. Now we'll be nice to that person. Kids don't do that. Some do. Most don't. Most don't. Most don't. I love kids. I have a lot of kids. But it is what it is. You have to raise them right. Let no one take your joy. No one. If someone's taking your joy, probably didn't have much in the first place. Amen. I didn't have much in the first place because you vibrating so low. Amen? Your joy belongs to you. 
It's from Yahweh. It's from Christ. Not even Satan should be able to take it. Amen? And if you fall off a little bit, get back up. Get back up. 23. And in that day, you shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, truly, truly, I say unto you, whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you by your faith and by your deeds. Hitherto have ye asked nothing in my name. Ask, and ye shall receive, that your joy may be full. Now, I want you to see these things. I want you to see the condition. You can't receive something from God if you don't ask in faith. If you don't have deeds backing what you're asking. You have to ask God. And you have to ask and believe. And if you don't ask and believe, you can't receive it. So if you don't ask, it's because you think you don't deserve it. And if you think you don't deserve it, you don't keep your mouth shut. And you don't keep it. Don't you mean? Don't you mean? Don't you mean? Don't you mean? How the heck? How do you think I got to where I am today? Hmm? I asked. I literally asked. I asked. I said, is it possible for me to leave and just do this or whatever? Yeah, we can make it possible. Not a big deal, we can make it possible. But then you gotta put work in, amen? You gotta put work in. You can't just ask me like, okay, but I'm ready, give it to me. That ain't how it works. You gotta put work in. You gotta work. As long as it won't hurt you, God will give it to you. But if you don't ask, you won't, you will not receive and if you don't ask in faith, knowing that God is God, and in the name of Jesus Christ, you ain't getting jacked. And you don't ask being double-minded. You definitely ain't getting nothing. Don't ask and ask amiss, only to consume it on your own lust. You definitely ain't getting it. Amen? There's conditions. And don't think you're smarter than God. Don't think you're smarter than the lowest thing in heaven. I haven't go that far. Don't think you're smarter than the lowest thing in heaven. Not. No one is. Okay? Don't think you can fool God. These things have I spoken unto you in Proverbs. But the time cometh when I shall no more speak unto you in Proverbs. But I shall show you plainly of the Father. It's a beautiful time. He speaks plainly to you. When he shows you plainly. That's a beautiful time in your life. At that day ye shall ask in my name, and I say not unto you that I will pray the Father for you. He's saying, I'm not going to tell you that I'm going to pray for you. I need you to pray to the Father. For the Father himself loveth you, because ye have loved me, and have believed that I came out from God. Listen up. I came forth from the Father, and am come into the world again. I leave the world and go to the Father. His disciples said unto him, Lo, now speakest thou plainly, and speakest no proverb. Now are we sure that thou knowest all things, and needest not that any man should ask thee? By this we believe that thou camest forth from God. Jesus answered them, Do ye now believe? You see what it takes for someone to believe? You have to go through all that? After all the miracles, after all everything he told you, every time he told you something, it came to pass. Every time he told you something, it came to pass. Okay? Every single time. That's who God is. He's saying, you now believe? Your faith just got stronger? Really? After all this time? We about at the end of the book of John, he said. 
the book ain't written yet. We say we're almost at the end of the book of John. He knows where the end of the book of John is. I'm about to be crucified. And you now believe? Behold, the hour cometh, yea, it's now come that ye shall be scattered, every man to his own, and shall leave me alone. And yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. He's with me. They were scared. And they were scared for a reason, so that you don't have to be scared. Learn by their example. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. Listen close. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world you will have what? Tribulation. That's all types of troubles. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. He's saying in me you're going to have peace, joy, a tabernacle, a secret place where we can go, we can con conversate, where no stranger has access. Just a place for healing, grace, love, favor, a place for recharging one's mind, oneself with Yahweh and Jesus Christ while you sit on the rock and I attend to you. A place of quickening one's spirit. See, most people are prideful, and they believe that they don't need that. You know how long of a life we live on Earth? Mm -hmm. It ain't long. It's not long. You get under 20 years. If you're healthy, you're going to live over 100. Right? If you're healthy, you're going to live close, closer, a little bit over 90 if you're healthy. Okay? But for those 90 to 120 years, you'd rather have tribulation in the world tribulation in the world troubles hurt from family from friends from Christians from co-workers hurt from strangers hurt from neighbors you rather have hurt from people who you believe love you think about what I'm saying you rather have hurt no Christ says in me these things that I have spoken to you that in me ye might have peace that's if you accepted the word it's might there you might have peace if you accept it in the world you will have tribulation but be of good cheer I have overcome the world and that's a beautiful thing I want you to understand this time was crazy when Christ walked the earth at this time it was very crazy and they all knew Christ that he is and was and still is the Christ, the only begotten Son of the living God. But they still ran when they got hot. And then they heard it after with guilt and shame. Okay? They heard it after. Especially Peter. Okay? Especially Peter. Christ told him he was going to deny him three times. And then when he did it, he was like, well, I had no I ain't have no control over it. They were trying to take me and crucify me with you. So imagine Peter's shame more than any of them. And then add on Paul's shame more than any of them. Because he persecuted the church. Christ is showing us how to allow this hurt and pain of living in this world. How we turn it around. If we stay in Christ. The true Christ, not the fake one. 
we will have peace and favor, joy, love, wisdom, Yahweh's blessings. If we betray Yahweh in Christ for the world or anything, tribulation, troubles will come. And because you know the truth, you will have committed the unforgivable sin and you will go to the lake with the devil. That's only for God's elect man. And you will hurt, but take courage. Christ overcame the world and everything therein. So in him, in his name, with faith and with love and with patience and hope and Yahweh's wisdom, we overcome as well. We overcome. And I ain't going to sing Kumbaya, but we overcome. Amen? Jesus' name. Go to Romans 15. Almost done. Romans 15. strong must bear the weak. The strong must bear the weak. Amen? But who bears the strong? Question, right? Who bears God does? God bears the strong. God bears the strong. When the weak gets strong, and when the strong is weak, the weak that was strong, that the strong bear, begins to bear the strong that becomes weak. Amen? But God bears everyone that trusts in Him. Praise God. So we then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. We must serve the weak and not be selfish and not self. Just that simple. Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. Be a great example. Show people how they ought to act. They ought to carry themselves. Amen. For even Christ pleased not himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of them that reproached thee fell on me. Christ took on everyone's sins, and he laid them on the cross, and buried them in a tomb, and he destroyed them as he destroyed the devil. And he rose on the third day, and we have the victory. Amen. Mm -hmm. For whatsoever thing, whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope, not hurt, not sadness, but hope. Amen. Now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one toward another according to Christ Jesus. Be kind to one another as Christ was kind to everyone we walked this earth. Amen? That ye may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? You can't do that with hurt. You can't glorify God with hurt. You pretend to. When you come into the house of God, you your problems behind. Amen? Wherefore, receive ye one another as Christ also received us to the glory of God. Now I say that Jesus Christ was a minister of the circumcision for the truth of God to confirm the promises made unto the fathers. Jesus Christ. That was his job. That was one of his things that he done. He was a minister. He served the circumcision for the truth of God to confirm the promises made unto the fathers that God made to Abraham 
glory to God. And he fulfilled all scripture. That's why he would say, Father, the work is complete. They will die on the cross. And that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. As it is written, for this cause I will confess to thee among the Gentiles and sing unto thy name. Amen. And again he saith, Rejoice, ye Gentiles, with his people, one pen, one fold. All called Christians. Amen. And again, praise the Lord, all ye Gentiles, and laud him and praise him. That's what it means. All ye people. And again, he saith, saith, There shall be a root of Jess, and he that shall rise to reign over the Gentiles, and him shall the Gentiles trust. They put their hope and their trust in Christ Jesus. That's that root of Jess, all the way from David. From umbilical cord to umbilical cord to umbilical cord to umbilical cord, all the way to Mary. 13. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. And I myself also am persuaded of you, my brethren, that ye also are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, able also to admonish one another, to help and to love one another, not hate, to help heal the hurt. Hate. You know how you have some people, this is just human beings, they're just bad people. You have some people who know someone's hurting and they just add salt to the wound. They just add salt to the wound. Or they'll, they'll hold on to something that hurt you from a year or two years ago and then they'll bring it up at the perfect time when you're hurting again. That's wicked. That's not of God at all. And then, they, and then they chew their gum and put their toothpick in their mouth and then sit there and just look at you. What? What type of human being? What type of person? Nevertheless, brethren, sisters, I have written the more boldly unto you in some sort as putting you in mind because of the grace that is given to me of God. It's given to Paul from God, from Jesus Christ. That I should be a minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, ministering the gospel of God, that the offering of, of the Gentiles might be acceptable, being sanctified by the Holy Spirit, being set aside by the Holy Spirit. That all people are welcome. All people are welcome. I have therefore, whereof I may glory through Jesus Christ and those things which pertain to God. For I will not dare to speak of any of those things which Christ hath not wrought by me to make the Gentiles obedient by word and deed. Listen to what he's saying. Paul saying it's my job to serve you. As it's my job to serve you. As one with the Holy Spirit, with the Holy Truth. And when you're weak, I will be strong for you to encourage you, to keep you going. So you don't give up. So you keep your faith. And to remind you of the greatness of Yahweh and his wonderful love by Jesus Christ. But who helps the strong when they're weak? The answer, of course, is Yahweh. That tabernacle, that secret place. 
Yahweh knows his heart when it's hurting. What do I mean by that? Yahweh knows his heart when it's hurting. If the spirit dwells inside of you and you're hurting and the spirit's inside of you, Yahweh knows directly what's going on. He knows exactly. There's no questioning it. He knows exactly what's going on. He's coming with the plan of healing. He's coming with the comfort. With the comfort. That's why someone who lives with the Spirit of God in the presence of God, they don't hold on to hurt. Hurt don't last long in a place like that. It's like it's eradicated. It's eradicated. Okay? It ain't going to last long at all. God takes care of that because you have a job to do. You have a job to do. You must help those who are weak. The strong must bear the weak. That's our job. That's what we're supposed to do. And when the strong becomes weak, those that you strengthen should be able to bear you as well. Amen? Let's give it to you. And when there's no other answer, you go directly to your father. Amen? In closing, 2 Corinthians 1. Verse 2. It's not going to be easy when the Antichrist is here, okay? Thank God it's not for a long time, though. amen? It's not going to be easy at all. It's just not. But we're going to get through it. Imagine the whole world against you. I'm used to that, okay? But imagine the whole world, imagine the whole world against you. And especially if you're someone who likes people that like you, okay? You're going to have a problem, a serious problem. It's a way you must... Behave yourself. There's a way you must act. You must act in accordance with the word of God. You can't be a vigilante headed off doing your own thing. It's going to be a problem. Amen? Mm -hmm. Watch this. Verse 2 of 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 2 in closing. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort. That's his job, the God of all comfort. He comforts us when we hurt. Listen, you never have to be alone, but you gotta knock. You have to knock on his door, okay? Everyone don't have the Holy Spirit, okay? But if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you must knock. If you need him, he's coming, amen? Who comforteth us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble. In any trouble. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. Let me explain something to you. I know this to be true. Okay? I know this to be true. When I used to, when I had a contract, I would go through bang, 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 in the hospitals or some of them are like close to like the courthouse and stuff like that. So, I'll be out there. And I'll, sometimes I'll be on break. Just chilling, you know, just taking an hour break or two hour break. So I'll, I'll be chilling, right? So, and I would go to, they had like a little park over benches and stuff over there. So I would sit over there and the judges would come over there sometimes. They'd walk over there and sit down and we'd be talking or whatever. And it was this white judge, young guy, not old, a Caucasian judge. And he said, down, he said, What you doing here, young buck? He says, It's tough in there. I said, tough in there. I said, who are you? What do you do? He says, I'm a judge. I said, it's tough in there. It's tough in there. 
I said, yeah, it is tough. Anymore. I said, what's the problem? I said, I'm not here to help you. What's the problem? Right? He, he says, dealing with divorce, we're dealing with children and their parents, we're dealing with all types of stuff. And I just see too much. I see too much. He said, it hurts me. You know? And he says, I don't know if I could do this much longer. He said, I might go back to just being a lawyer. I said, really? He said, yeah. I said, but isn't this what you wanted? He said, yeah, it is. I said, so you have to do it. He said, I don't know if I can. He said, I really don't start crying. He said, I don't know if I can. But when you have a husband and a wife who's breaking up their children, he says, that hurts. I see this every day. He said, it hurts me. It hurts me. He said, because I wish I had a wife and children, and I don't. He said, but it hurts me. And he started crying. He said, I'm sorry. He said, I don't mean to put this. I said, I'm a pastor. I said, it's all good. I said, this is what I do all the time. I said, bring it to me. I said, bring it in. And he said, he laid his head right here. This is a true story. He laid his head right here, right? And I, I was patting him on the back. And I said, it's, it's going to be all right. I said, but you have a job. I said, God, I said, you're a Christian. He said, yeah. I said, God gave you this position. And I said, because look how passionate you are about the position. I said, you must make a difference. I said, you just can't be like, I'm, it's too much, it's too much. I said, it hurts now. But think about if you just save one. Think about if you save two. Think about if you, if you save um, one every six months, you did good. Okay? You did good. Who cares? He says, I didn't take them all. He said, I want to save them. I said, you can't save them all. I said, don't you know God wants to save all his children, but all of them will not be saved? It's an impossibility because people are who people are. I said, remember your oath. I said, remember who you serve. He said, you're welcome. He said, thank you. I said, you're welcome. I said, I'm going to get you do your job. I said, you're a good pastor. I said, I try to be, man. I said, I'm just, I said, I'm keeping moving. He said, thank you, bro. I said, thank you, bro. And we hugged. We that. He didn't know how to that, but it was all good. <laughs> we kept that so we, like, no, I was like, no, hold on. <laughs> we kept that so literally. We missed like five times. <laughs> it's like Tiger Woods and his old caddy. They never, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, forget it. They never get it right. <laughs> Funny. You're always going to help people, though, no matter what. No matter what. He didn't expect that, and I didn't either. I'm going to finish for who comforteth us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble. Any trouble at all. It doesn't matter the trouble. When you have God inside of you, ready to comfort someone. Another name for the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Comfort. By the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. Praise God. So God gives you comfort, you must give others comfort. You can't be too lazy, you can't be too prideful, you can't be like, oh, I don't really want to help this person. No, help the person. You're obligated to help the person. Do you want help from God? And God expects you to help others. It doesn't matter if they're a stranger, a neighbor, a co-worker. It doesn't matter if they're a friend, a family member, an old boyfriend, an old girl. It doesn't matter. You help the person. You help the person. For as the suffering of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also aboundeth by Christ. We are helped by Yahweh when we hurt, so we help others. Simple as that.
And whether we be afflicted, it is for our consolation and salvation, which is effectual in the enduring of the same suffering which we also suffer, or whether we be comforted, it is for your consolation and salvation. Whether you're giving comfort or you're receiving comfort, it's for your benefit. And it's for their benefit. It glorifies God. Amen? And our hope of you is steadfast, knowing that as ye are partakers of the suffering, so shall ye be also of the consolation of the of the rejoicing, of the joy, of the of the love, of the blessing when Christ returns, and of the gifts that He gives even now in the blessings, because you're doing the will of God. For we would not, brother, brethren, have you ignorant of our troubles which came to us in Asia, that we were pressed out of measure, above strength, and so much that we despaired even of our life. Listen now. They thought they were going to die. Paul thought he was going to die. Him and the people that he was with. But they didn't. But we had the sentence of death in ourselves. That we should not trust in ourselves. But in God which raised the dead. Praise God. They were dead men walking he's saying. But they didn't trust in themselves. They trust in God. I want you to, what I want you to see here is this. I want you to see that. It doesn't matter how it looks. If you're in trouble, if you're hurting, okay, God can always pull you through, no matter what the situation is. You just gotta make sure your record is good with Him. Make sure that you're repentant. Make sure that you're not in a bad place. Make sure you're not a hypocrite. Make sure you're not a liar. Make sure that the truth dwells within inside of you, okay, and not a lie. Amen. And God will always be there for you. Hurt has no place inside of you at all, at all. Verse 10 to close out. Who delivereth us from such a great death and doeth deliver and whom we trust that he will yet deliver us over and over and over and over and over again. That's who God is. He's a deliverer. And when Christians hurt, God hears. And when he hears, he comes. He rescues. That's who he is. He's a rescuer. He's our redeemer. He loves us. Always has and always will. But we must maintain good integrity. And we must maintain the mindset that we are sent here to help and to serve, not to be served. Amen. Remember to stand in the grace of God because that's what he wants you. God bless you all. I love you all. All glory and praise to the Father and the Son. I take credit for nothing. In Jesus' precious name. Amen.